This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana added 45 new cases of the coronavirus and one death today. Yellowstone County had 23 new cases. Missoula County added 6. Gallatin, 5. Bighorn added 4. Madison and Ravalli Counties, 2 each. Lewis and Clark, Ponderay, Sheridan each had one new case. There are now 427 active cases statewide, 678 recoveries, and 11,120 total cases. Confirmed cases are rising in 40 states, and many governors and local officials have ordered the wearing of masks in public. Montana Governor Steve Bullock and County Commission Chairman Susan Goodgeese have both suggested strongly that masks be worn, but no mandates have been issued. An international team of researchers reported Thursday strong evidence that a new form of the coronavirus has spread from Europe to the U.S. The new mutation makes the virus more likely to infect people, but does not seem to make them any sicker than earlier versions of the virus. Arizona has reached new peaks in hospitalizations and emergency room visits. That state is intensifying as a coronavirus hotspot. Florida has reported 9,488 new cases and 67 deaths today, one day after setting a new daily record with more than 10,000 cases. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game has been canceled for the first time since World War II. The game was scheduled for July 14th. It was canceled today because of the coronavirus panic and Dodger Stadium was awarded the 2022 Midsummer Classic. The 2021 game is set for Atlanta. The city of Helena filed a lawsuit against Lewis and Clark County and the county clerk and recorder over the approval of recall petitions against three city officials. The city wants to stop the collecting of signatures on the petitions, which name Helena Mayor Wilmot Collins and City Commissioners Andrus Halliday and Heather O'Loughlin. The petitions say the three city leaders committed official misconduct and violated Montana's Constitution when the City Commission hired Interim City Manager Melinda Reed during a March 9th meeting. In her sworn, notarized statement, Petitioner Sandra Holland wrote that the Commission's decision to hire Reed was predetermined and that the community was not afforded an opportunity to participate meaningly in the process. In the complaint filed in the First Judicial District Court in Lewis and Clark County, the city's legal team responded that the county election officials must, quote, examine the truthfulness of the purported facts asserted in the Statement of Reasons for Recall. The city's legal team says the allegations in the petition are false. According to the county's election supervisor, Audrey McHugh, the Lewis and Clark County Elections Department is responsible only for determining whether a proposed petition is formatted correctly when considering its approval. City Commissioners Emily Dean and Sean Logan have said they were excluded from the decision process used to hire Reed. In response to the petition's claim that the public was not allowed to observe deliberations regarding the hiring and drafting of a contract for an interim city manager, the city's attorney said elected officials did not hold any deliberations prior to the night of the final vote and therefore 
nothing could have been observed. The city has asked the case be expedited, quote, so that citizens are not expending time collecting signatures on recall petitions that include falsehoods and misconceptions. A district court judge has yet to rule on the city's request for the injunction. Governor Steve Bullock and State Superintendent of Public Instruction Elsie Arnson have each released plans on how public schools should safely reopen during the fall, and Superintendent Arnson is not happy. Bullock's plan proposes three different phases of reopening, which correlate with the state's coronavirus reopening plan. Arnson wants four different scenarios for school buildings, ranging from full closure to full reopening. The two plans were released a half an hour apart from each other on Thursday. Bullock said he hadn't seen Arnson's plan, and the Office of Public Instruction, their spokesman Dylan Klepmeyer said his office is, quote, seeing the governor's document for the first time. Bullock says he wants multiple ideas on how schools should proceed. Quote, it's not our plan that what we've proposed or what we've rolled out today is a directive saying this is what you must do. A representative of the Bullock administration participated in the planning process for the Office of Public Instruction document, but Arnson said a similar courtesy was not offered to her office for Bullock's plan. Quote, if he had brought us to his table and shared with us in a very transparent manner what he was doing, we could have had one unified document going out to our schools. Arnson said she wants to create a single resource for schools to use as they plan how to reopen. Arnson, a Republican, called the Democratic governor's decision to issue his own plan political. Governor Bullock's communications director, Marissa Perry, responded that the effort to safely reopen schools, quote, is not a competition. U.S. wildlife officials will decide by the end of August whether climate change and other threats are threatening wolverines with extinction in the mountains of the West. Government attorneys and conservation groups that had sued to force a decision filed court documents Thursday ending the lawsuit and agreeing to the deadline. It came more than four years after a federal judge chastised government officials for rejecting the views of many of its own scientists when it decided against protecting wolverines in 2014. The dispute is over whether protections are needed and it involves an estimated 200 to 300 of the animals in remote areas of Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington State. Ironically, despite the fact that the Michigan state animal is the Wolverine, and that's the name of one of their well-known college sports teams, it's been a matter of debate for decades whether or not the wolverine was ever native to Michigan. Wolverines were last spotted in Michigan in the early 1800s, and it's not known if they came from Canada or were truly native to the area. What is known is currently there are no wolverines, except for college football fans, in Michigan. The proposed outdoor stage at Hill Park in Helena is again facing an uncertain future after a complaint from the Heritage Tourism Council and the Grand Street Theater's performance of The Sound of Music has been canceled because of COVID-19 concerns. Although the city commission intended to approve the project on June 22nd, 
The city attorney said the commission was acting on the wrong resolution, so the approval was not valid. During an earlier meeting this week, the commission then tabled a vote on the correct resolution after Lewis and Clark County Heritage Preservation Officer Pam Atardo complained, quote, that neither myself nor the Heritage Tourism Council was made aware of that stage. Hill Park is on the National Register of Historic Places because of a now-removed memorial to Confederate soldiers of the Civil War. City officials had considered providing nearly $20,000 of tax increment financing, district funds, to build an electrified concrete slab for use as a performance venue. The idea originally came from the Helena Park Recreation and Open Lands Department. Managing Director Cal Poole of Grand Street Theater says the theater's board of directors has decided to cancel the production not because of the city's inability to pass a resolution, but because Lewis and Clark Public Health press conference on Wednesday urged organizations to cancel planned gatherings. The theater had already built sets and sewn costumes, and rehearsals were slated to begin Monday. Poole said the theater is expected to take a $17,000 hit because of the cancellation. The Montana Bureau of Reclamation has announced it will rename two campgrounds on the Canyon Ferry Reservoir. The agency used duct tape to cover the roadside signs, leading to Chinaman Cove Campground and the Confederate Campground, and will refer to them as Campground 1 and Campground 2 until new names are decided. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on anchor.fm slash j-scott or on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 15 countries on six continents. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.